0: four guys and their mums. This is Last Night Recap, recorded the week beginning 18th of March. I'm Martin Kutz and I am joined as ever by my friends and co-hosts, Mr. Johan Anderson. Hey, Johan. Hello. How are you how- doing? I'm fine. How are you, sir?
1: Yeah, it's it's going well, actually. Uh, yeah? a, a lot of things happening
0: here in Stockholm,
1: and uh, I'm looking forward to this podcast, actually. Yeah, oh, I think actually, I shouldn't say. Actually, I'm always really looking forward to
0: this podcast. Yeah, but this this team, it's it's always it's always uh, it's always fun. Uh, let's see who we go to next. We usually do hashtag Where's Kurt, but I think I'm going to do hashtag Where's Matt. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I
2: I yeah. have travelled this week because Kurt was uh, seeming like the adventurer of the team, so I thought I'll jump on that bandwagon. Paris. No. Wickham.
0: Uh, no, Wickham.
2: No, Wickham would be. A it's, a, it's a nice part of the world, but no, yeah. sadly not in Wickham. <laughs> I am in the big smoke. Uh, the big smoke, London.
0: Very Ooh, nice. Couple of days. nice. Nice, so, nice,
2: nice. So, what oh, are yeah. you doing there? Doing some training with some PE departments for the next couple oh, of days. That's nice.
0: So, um,
2: yeah, sort of return to my
0: roots. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh,
2: I don't um, have the, physic, the physique for uh, returning to my roots anymore, but...
0: Well, no. you know, you, without, without getting your hair Hamstring. done, you can't really go Hamstring. back
2: to your roots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we will, of course, do hashtag Where's Kurt. Good evening, Mr. Kleinen. Good evening, everybody.
3: You want to figure out where I am or not? Oh, I think Mardi Gras. No, 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 no. The city of but brotherly in that, love. In, in in that area. Mardi Gras. Um you have to think a bit. Oh. Ooh. Australia.
1: So you, Louisiana. No, no, no.
3: Louisiana. Glasgow. Or, are Sorry. you in yeah. yeah. Louisiana? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> are you in Louisiana? I'm not in Louisiana. But I am you? I am where it starts with an L. Oh. It's the uh, hometown of Muhammad Ali and a and a, a very specific um, baseball bat.
0: No. Mm. Uh, Louis no, not Louisville. No.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. it's Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Oh, Louisville. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. From Kentucky. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Nice. What are you doing Kentucky? <laughs> um, there um there's a um there was a conference called uh, Kisti. Oh and, cool. Um, I was presenting over there. Nice. Oh very nice.
0: Excellent. Mm. So uh Kurt, seeing as you're in Louisville, uh, do you want to tell us what's uh, coming up in tonight's episode? Or I keep saying that because it's nighttime for us. On this week's episode, what's coming up?
3: Uh, This week's episode, um, again, two really interesting chats going on. And um, in the Americas, it was all about culturally responsive teaching, hosted by Tammy Brewster and Carla Jefferson. And then on your side, Martin, do you want me to do that? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, using technology to enhance listening and speaking, and that was the lovely Amy Kingsley, Miss Kingsley, eighty-five on Twitter. Nice. And then, of course, the tweet of the week, and I, I was afraid that we're not going to make it. Um, Mary Kemper was nowhere to be found until, <laughs> until right at the end. Starting at answer five, she said, sorry, I'm late joining this evening, and then she made it, and um, I do want to highlight answer six, saying, step one, be humble and realize we are hashtag better together. Step two, think beyond the four walls, and um, eight to three, and step three, be creative and consider ways to bring multiple forms of media and voice into your design. Oh. And listen to your kids, kids oh hashtag.
0: and just on that point mary listen to us i know you're listening to the show don't do that to us this no. is a staple <laughs> this is it. without you or you know without you our episode falls to bits we need maybe screen grab screen grab of the week otherwise it's it there's yeah there's no show
3: man yeah. no the first part goes like yeah and then Great there's things coming up. What hashtag are you yeah. saying? The yes, and but we'll talk about yes and so that everyone who hasn't been introduced to yes and um, gets to know what that hashtag means.
1: Yeah, I like
0: that.
3: Great stuff. Okay, so when we come back after this, we'll get started with the Amir
0: recap. Mm. Okay, thanks, guys. Okay, welcome back. Um... Yeah, I think that we got off to a solid start there, guys. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm just thankful that we cut out all of the bits in between, Martin, otherwise. Yeah,
0: I know. Well, just I'm the one editing this week, so I'll <laughs> make sure that I remember where to cut things out. <laughs> um, so I'm going to get us uh, going with the EMEA recap. So we're going to start with the EMEA Tweet of the Week. And this week it comes from Lee Blowers at Mr. Blowers on Twitter. And he was responding to one of the, the questions that Amy posted. Um, and I really like this one simply because he said, colleague shared some work that he did with his son at home. The child was tracing the letters using the Apple Pencil on Keynote and making the sounds. Now, if that was to be shared with parents, dot, dot, dot. And I just thought that was uh, that was great because it was a... Uh, a, a kind of a, a way that it all brings it together and it, it, it let me think about one of the things that you did, Kurt, with mm-hmm. um your your uh, alphabet you know, yeah. where it was uh-huh. exploring the, the letters and yeah. and how it can all come together. So yeah, thank you very much for that for that, Lee. Um and yeah, you're this week's mia tweet of the week.
3: Nice.
0: So, um the recap, as Kurt said earlier, um this week's um a Mia Apple Apple Chat was hosted by Amy Kingsley at Miss Kingsley 85, and her topic was on using technology to enhance listening and speaking. Um, as ever, um, Miriam has the recap on Wakelet, and that's at Mercy Walsh on Twitter, M-I-R-C-W-A-L-S-H. She's got the Wakelet recap where you can find all of the questions that Amy hosted this week. The one that I'm just going to recap is question four. And Amy's question was, how can technology give less confident pupils a voice? So I've got some answers here um, that I'll I'll read out and then I'll uh, let you guys tell me what you think. Um, The first one that I want to recap is uh, by Richard Hopkin, a friend of the show at Hopkin Teach. And he answered to say that tech has redefined the way students reflect. The shy students can record separately in a breakout space or for homework. I mainly use video uh, to reflect. Hash, uh, sorry, brackets. Plug alert. Check out my book on classroom vlogging, um, and it's actually quite a good book that um, Richard has has uh, written and shared. So that's classroom vlogging by Richard Hopkins. Um, another response to it was Andrew Farmer at Andrew Farmer eighty, and he said. Uh, which I just think, you know, a farmer. Uh, fairly shy girl. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's one of these, you know, it, I, I I think it is a genuine account. Um, fairly shy ga- girl in my class asked if she could share her keynote on Plastic Waste today. Uh, striking use of statistics, images, and animation, which caught the class's attention and sparked a 30-minute conversation. Wow. Combo Ooh. of tech and subjects she's passionate about gave her a voice. I love that. Um, another friend of the show, Mrs. Hiltout, uh, Mrs Hiltout Art, said some pupils in her uh, class are very shy and, the, and recording their voices has helped them to develop confidence. It has also highlighted other pupils I teach that they need to consider their pace when talking. It's a huge confidence builder. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we've got a uh, uh, last one by uh, Gerard Greeley. Uh, okay. At Teach Me GG, Justin yeah. Timberlake. Look Justin like. Timberlake, look alike Yeah. <laughs> Justin, Justin Timberlake, if he was in a fun house mirror. Um, <laughs> <I
3: say. laughs> Ooh. I Ooh. Sorry, yeah. we love you. Uh, we love you,
2: go.
3: Jared. <laughs> hey. don't, don't switch off yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was setting it up
0: for success, man. Eh? Wow. It <laughs> set up for success. I, mean, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sometimes students are shy as to uh, the reactions of their classmates. Allowing students to record in private gives them a safe place to experiment and start over until they're happy. I've heard some students really find their voices this way. So, great question, um, and yeah. um, some some really good answers. So, I thought I would ask you guys how has uh, technology. Uh, given pupils in your classes or classes that you've seen a voice how have they uh, sort of brought themselves forward
2: i'm gonna i'm gonna start a little bit close to home on this one um you if you follow me on twitter you'll know that my son uh, is a big inspiration to lots of things i do um when he was young he had a lisp um and was always a bit shy talking out in front of anyone um and we used to do some silly things videos we just make Silly things all the time, um, and share them on Twitter now because he started to know it was going to be on Twitter and shared wider. He uh, he used to listen back to himself all the time, to the point of in about a year he managed to unteach him having a lisp. Oh, wow! Um, How and do do that? He just by listening to himself and saying, no, "Oh, I don't say that right. I'm going to try it a different way," and he would just keep saying the same words and just getting that sort of control of his tongue in his mouth. And um, yeah, just it just amazed me because you think how many children go through life sort of having that lack of confidence because they sound a different way to everybody else. Yeah. And
3: that makes the, me think of the example of the, uh, the German teacher in Japan who, um, who said his students are using dictation and they keep on repeating it until the exact same word appears over there. Exactly, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's a a classic as well for, um, you know, in India when they used to do it. It's like, talk back into the computer until they understand you. Yeah. More for that. But I I need to say what I really love from everyone that you really... uh, All the examples now is that they build confidence Mm -hmm. so it's not like black and white it's like it's not like it needs to be a film or or it needs to be just writing Mm -hmm. it's just a small part to build confidence for that pupil yeah so next time maybe you would write three sentences so it's like i don't i don't know how to write yeah but if you film it or Mm -hmm. if you do something else yeah you can you can prove that they are succeeding in that subject for example biology mm-hmm. and that's what I'm I'm really I'm re- I'm really passionate about this so it's so they succeed in the subject that they're really studying and then mm-hmm. the next time you say okay give me an introduction to your film uh-huh. in text so you bring them into text yeah so, that's what I I really li- liked about all your examples. Yeah. So, I they are that, uh... building confidence. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. really
3: important.
1: And that's what I think that...
3: And that's what it does, I think, when you ask a yeah. student to... Like, I remember my time where they would ask you to come forward in the classroom and then you had to, like... You have to study a conversation and now you have to perform it in front of the classroom and you hope that you don't miss a word or you mispronounce it in a, mm-hmm. and you, it sounds something bad. Um, I think with technology now being at the stage of augmented and virtual reality, you can prepare people to go to the butcher or the bakery or the store or to ask for directions um, and, and practice that and, and simulate that in a, in a very realistic environment before you go out and yeah, actually communicate. We, yeah, We have a
1: colleague that actually he took a, a a gang of students that were not really secure and they were going to change building. I know this is in Ireland. And uh, you know there was a <coughs> new school building and they really built the whole building in Minecraft. Yeah. See. Hmm. So the guys knew the building before They had to change, and the change was really, really simple, Mm -hmm.
2: relaxed, and everything. I also remember having a a student when I – I mean, this was years ago when I first started using technology, and we're talking using iPods in lessons. um, And I had a dyslexic child who just couldn't engage in the written elements of PE, but was put in the PE class because – Senior leadership thought it was a chance for him to get a qualification by kicking a football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, and, sorry about that. I know. No, but that's but that's the way it was. And then you know he he would be asked to sort of put together health and safety reports and you know all the other things that we do in in academic style of PE, and he just didn't engage. But he knew the stuff. He just didn't want to write it down. He was so yeah. disengaged. So I used to say to him just let's make a, I mean, we said let's make a podcast. It wasn't to this level of podcasting. <laughs> um But he would just record his voice and just share that with me. And it was, you know, he'd answer the question. He'd just have to explain something. But he explained it with his voice instead. And it, yeah. it really changed his approach to, to working in school and and just showed me that was my my in with technology it showed me the power of technology to engage students in in new ways so, yeah i think i think that's
0: actually, the, yeah the, that's the important actually, thing is is what you're saying there sorry yeah. I, uh, johanna uh, i'll just uh, i'll be quick i think the, um, the the ability i promise i will be <laughs> you're quick. Never quick i know shut
3: <laughs> <out>. you're never <laughs> quick know, come on
0: no, all i was going to say was in this chat um, that we had uh, this week uh, that Amy was hosting, voice memos came up quite a lot. And I think one of the 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 enthusiastic uses of voice memos is the fact that it's giving pupils an easy way to hear how they sound, hear how it should. And it's also giving your reluctant learners and your learners with low confidence um, the ability to feel like they're being included, to, uh, uh, the ability to feel like they're actually part of the lesson without feeling that they're falling behind because they're not writing squeeze upon squeeze upon squeeze that their their classmates might they're recording they're uh still sharing their thoughts but they're doing it and um, they're doing it with their voice rather than writing it down i mean let's let's
2: face it not everything has to be written down no it? not at all, not Just at all.
3: No, 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 technology gives you that platform of of choosing the way to express yourself yeah, yeah yeah I don't know how many people, how many students in your schools um have to sign a piece of paper where they um exclude themselves from visuals yeah, but then yeah. audio yeah, audio is, a, is yeah. a good one there um but even things like chatter picks or anything where you can you you can use some kind of mask in um, yeah. your yeah. voice yeah. to express yourself um and that's everydays world for for these students Absolutely. I just want to say, uh, Matt, what you said, you
1: said one word, and I love that word. It's no, he empowered. Said
0: more words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is your and audio cutting out it, again, Johanna? You? It it you, have you got rubbish. a dodgy connection? The rest of it
2: was rubbish yeah, you
0: said one I word. don't
2: understand English. That's
0: <laughs> the problem. problem. <laughs> that, that, no, okay. it's uh, <laughs> <go>, uh, <anyways.
1: laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> quite cool, actually, because you said empower. Yeah. 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 And yeah. if you look at all the big companies right now, we're talking about like Amazon, Google, Apple, Microsoft, when they do all the commercials, it's always empower. So IT is actually about empowering people to do what they want. Yeah. And yeah. I love that you just use that word because You're welcome. I- <laughs> Ah <laughs> oh, those companies are listening and want to sponsor
0: last night yeah, you can't maybe, get in touch with us oh, on Twitter body.
1: didn't you understand that that's what I was going for come on man <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the big ones yeah <laughs> I know
3: We're about... last night's recap anyways and, and yeah. teachers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyways I think that's an important word and you yeah. just use it and I love that yeah that's it I'm boring. Thanks. Come on. Nice. Let's so, go. on that
0: note, I feel empowered to um, say that that's the AMIA recap done. So that's it. Thanks. Any, um, I'll we'll share details about how you can follow that again at the end. But when we come back, we're going to be passing over to Mr. Kirk Kleinen, who's going to be doing a recap for the Americans. Okay, please, we'll be culturally please, responsive.
3: Please listen. Still, <laughs> yeah, hang on there. It's going to be more than one word. I promise thanks guys hey. hey you're still listening that means time for the america's chat Woo! thank you very much right good guys are you still there yeah with yeah you, so all right so just about week, this week's topic um might not have seen um immediately about the use of technology because um, it was culturally responsive teaching Um, And it was hosted by Taney Brewster and Carla Jefferson. Uh, And and I picked out one of the the (coughs) questions. uh, was question number five. And they had it in in the background. It's more about diversity. And the Mm -hmm. question was, how do you involve the community and um, the resources into your learning environment so that students have an opportunity to see themselves in your lessons?
1: It's a... a
3: do you want to go right away, or do you want me to? No, I just uh, want to uh, say it's highlight? an important subject. So it's... yes, yes, yes. I and, like and, and that. And again, they really
1: technology in can bridge you there.
3: i um, seeing with recent activities. Um, I think it's very important um, to like connect people um, from all different backgrounds and all of that. So, yeah, okay. I so. Yeah. At Kristen Brooks 77. Um, answered than that, involve your community as often as possible. People want to be involved in local education, but usually don't know how or what they can do to help. Guest readers, lunch buddies. We had a cultural festival each year with food, um, decor and different entertainment. So that was one of them. Um, Julie Nolan Ryan said it makes such a difference to, stu- uh, to students to see their culture represented in, uh, in the adults around them. Um, I've seen firsthand how they stand a little taller and become more invested in their education. And then the conversation went a little bit more in um, how you could use certain tools to um, uh, express themselves and, and okay. see them come up in, in publishing. And th- the one theme that um, kept hanging uh, in the back of my head was black panther and i'll I'll tap oh, into that a definitely little, okay like, yeah 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 and, um uh, Turnbull Chris, which is chris Turnbull um, she says i uh, use pages or the book creator app to have students create books about their culture and connect to other schools with either a Skype or a FaceTime to help students learn more about other cultures and countries cool, and mm. then another okay. one that that gets highlighted. Um, and you have to always look at it um, from that video and voice communication. And was Flipgrid is a great app to enhance student voices. Yeah. And tying it back to what was happening at EMEA. Um, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? What have you used before? Um, have you worked on this topic? Yeah. Sim- you similar sort of things. Yeah.
2: <laughs> some, some of our students, um, you know, our, our primary schools, like to to look at cultures and and we've got lots of EAL learners and one of the students contacted me actually, because they were doing some work uh, on the topic of China Mm -hmm. and they uh, wanted to find out, (coughs) sorry, a bit bit more about their culture. So, um, you know, with the connections we have, I managed to hook them up with a school in China to actually have some FaceTime conversations and work on some projects and um, just really simple ways of, you know, rather than trying to explore it through books or, or going on the internet, but actually finding out firsthand from people in different countries about what life is like. And, you know, I think it, it starts to make the world a smaller place when you, when you bring different cultures into
0: your classroom in that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, my school is, um, we, we do partnerships through uh, Gale, um, I can't remember exactly what Gail stands for, but we work um, with, with different schools um, <laughs> from all over. And the most recent one is we're actually partnered with the uh, the British school in Houston, so uh, Dan, uh, Dan, Daniel Franklin's uh, school. And the most recent one is um, during St Andrew's Day in November, we created, um, we had our primary five pupils who are around... Um, uh, eight, eight, nine years old. We had them create a, a book in Pages on um, Saint Andrew, um, and that was then shared with um, with uh, the British school who were doing um, something around Thanksgiving. So we were kind of doing like a cultural exchange. You know what happens uh, with Saint Andrew's Day around the world is Saint Andrew. Um, the patron saint of just scotland or is he the patron saint of other of other countries how does it all tie in together why is he the patron saint and that brought it all together so again our sort of the the, the access to sort of other apple distinguished educators in the community we have um, allowed the fact that we were able to to sort of do that communication and chat that little bit so so that was quite a fun project
3: I was with a school in Belgium um, where we were in what was called an e-twinning uh, project or a convenience project it um, evolved. And um, the first thing you do is when you have six or seven different countries, um, it, it's all about saying hello and thank you. Um, and those are lessons that, that I've taken with me um, for anywhere I go in the world. So if you can be grateful to the people out there um, and use technology now to like, Hey, ask someone how do you really pronounce it? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's always but, been a powerful one and, and tying that back to our previous chat. Um, but, but also cooking food and, and having your favorite recipes. Of um, course, yeah. Yeah, and, and experiencing yeah. countries I mean maybe it's it's a Belgian thing, but we like to experience a country <laughs> through your stomach. Um and yeah. see see what's there from the stomach but, and the heart. But, but or, current... or
1: Go ahead, Kirk, uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about because you're you're from a country that's really divided into yeah. two different cultures. So how do you handle that? Because we have a bit of that, but it's not really because we are a con- yeah we have different country. languages.
3: In yeah, America, you in have Belgium, actually is, uh, mm-hmm. different Belgium,
1: cultures. Of it. So so how mm-hmm. do you co- cope with that? Can you can you just give us a bit of an insight of that?
3: Well, language learning is very important in that, um, mm-hmm. and 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 then there is a little bit of a of a difference. So it's Belgium. It's I just more... want
1: to say it's Belgium, so everyone knows. Yes, yeah, not Philadelphia the... or Louisville. <laughs> you're talking about. So Kurt, Kurt is. Uh... You're
3: you're talking about where <laughs> I <am> originally <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah, you're,
1: you're from <laughs> Belgium, and uh, yeah.
3: it's a it's a country that's divided it, uh, in yeah, a bit advantages and disadvantages yeah um, of course i yeah. mean i see it now being in the us um with one dominant language being english mm-hmm. um it makes things so much easier to communicate um so to integrate once you you master the language it's it's easier um i know from coming over from the us to belgium um my wife was struggling um if you're you're dominant language is english and then you come in and you have to speak dutch where flemish is like a like a, a similar so Flemish is
1: another language or what it's language. more
3: like a dialect a little bit i would say and then there's is that close to dialects. is that close to, close to you dutch? like swedish uh, we can okay. understand each other um yeah similar. i know
1: so it's close to dutch
3: yeah yeah okay okay yeah. Yeah, they call it um officially years ago was uh common civilized dutch so um, so what's happening
1: so like historically the french come down to belgium and they yeah, went half I mean, the way
3: or um i think the best example is when you start in uh in my hometown which is at the dutch border and you take the train all the way across uh the country um all the announcements will be in Dutch until you reach the capital uh, of Brussels. And then they will be in two languages. But once you leave Brussels, um, depending on where you're going, if you're going to the to the Walloon side, which is the more south of the country and the French-speaking side, or dominantly French-speaking side, okay. so announcements will be purely in French. And then we have a tiny little part that's German-speaking community. Um, once you enter there, oh. it's going to be in French and German and no longer in Dutch. Okay. So. Oh, because...
1: Even my municipality, where I'm working, we have a bit of a Finnish part, which is really important. Mm -hmm. So, um, back in the days, you know, it used to be... Finland used to be Swedish for 700 years, but uh, it's quite important that Finland... um, uh, We have a big population in some municipalities, Mm -hmm. and it's very important that we also... uh, you know, support that. And it's more support than just the new arrivals like Arabic and things like that. It's yeah, more yeah. more from a culture point of view, uh, which is really important. And I think that's quite cool. Yeah. And and, and we're not really bilingual, but we try to do that because we affect our Finnish friends. Um and so it's so it's so interesting what Kurt is saying about
0: Belgium. That's yeah, it's quite I yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. i that yeah. I think it's, what um is quite interesting for me is I'm seeing a bit of overlap between the the question you've picked to to recap there, Kurt, and yeah. the um the chat that we had in Amia and how you know obviously know they're when,
3: always linked to each other. Yeah,
0: there's 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 this you know I think when you when you dive into it and you look at what's happening, it's it's how we can use technology to to sort of aid that. So you know you're you're saying there, Johan, that you've got you know, people coming in that are speaking different languages and, mm-hmm. you know, you're finding yeah. a bit of a, a cultural divide and technology <coughs> is the equalizer because it allows, it you know. Yeah, it, that's
3: what um, Jason Trin was saying. He said, add Jason Tries on, um, on Twitter. He said yeah. tech can be leveraged uh, to bring pieces of the community into the classroom in new ways. Imagine a student oh, nice. using clips to document their journey to school or family customs, food, interviews with elders, parents, guardians. So to bring that piece of culture yeah, um, into the classroom where we a lot of times say oh children come to school and that's the only place where they get um, to speak the new language and then we don't know anything about them So to, um...
1: yeah with clips you can actually do that I did that at one institute I was the only Swedish person with uh, Brazilian people and we just did a clips and we just used the uh, uh, in-house um, languages mm-hmm. and it worked it w- really worked fine so I think it's uh, a cool way to do it. I
0: suppose being a being a Star Trek geek, you know, just or, or just an all round geek. I suppose clips <laughs> has become like the universal translator. You know, just oh, yeah, just wait is. for a, a Klingon life title or a you know a Romulan I life title.
1: I'm just waiting for the Babel fish. You know, like yeah, from the nice. from the galaxy.
3: Yeah, number forty two. That's so, it. To close <laughs> to close this chat off, um, I wanted to give a little, um, like, piece of good advice and something where um, I think I need you guys to, to help me a little bit to explain mm. it to the listeners or uh, those who haven't used this technique. But the, the hashtag that's been used a lot during this conversation was hashtag Yes and, and oh, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think we all know what ha- what that means. Um, but I mean, chip in and and. Feel free to explain a little bit what that's done to you and and being open to different cultures. Oh. I mean, literally,
1: yes and means that someone starts a conversation and you just can't say no to that conversation. You just need to embrace it and say yes
0: and and
2: mm. it's the finding out yeah. more isn't it it's Finding the, out more it's, it's,
0: yeah. it's finding I a common that. ground and then and then finding where that conversation takes you together
3: and um, i still yeah, think the, the opposite as well. the opposite of it is no but and someone um, told me and for me that makes perfectly sense the person who uses no but actually says i haven't been listening to anything you've been saying and here's my opinion mm. yeah and Absolutely. That's what I have to do. Where do you say yes and you have to actively listen because you want to build upon yeah. what's happening. Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing that I love with that uh, opportunity to, to say yes
1: and is that I stopped just pretending that I was listening and just yeah. talking back with my own experiences. Yeah. So I really started to listen to that person, and I didn't really need to tell them my experience because I can start asking them questions about mm. their experience, and that was really an eye opener for
3: my for me. I must say. Oh well, yes, and. Um... With that wise lesson, <laughs> I would love to hear Why are you what Matt Matt is gonna what Matt is gonna do with his question. Yeah, right Oh, that's right. Well. that's right. yeah, yeah. we're gonna. Get...
0: Oh, Sorry, he's uh,
3: thinking
2: about his jingle.
1: I'm,
0: I'm
2: start. I'm thinking. You're making out that I make it up as I go along. I don't,
3: you never make it up. Is... When you go yeah, around. you
2: do. <laughs> no. No, you no. haven't got these a clue. Jingles, man. Yes, and... These jingles
0: take me hours. Yes, and, hours. and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when we come back, we'll have Matt's Jingle of the Week and also some questions. So- <laughs> 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 okay, thanks, guys.
2: It's jingle time, it's jingle time. Questions with Matt.
3: Woo! Hey, I there don't know go. what you're thinking against your cough, but that jingle sounded really, really good. Yeah. I know, it's, it's the deep, sultry Barry White voice that
2: I've got at the moment, so. It's getting dark. <coughs> it's getting it's dark. with Matt, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> <thank you. laughs> okay, so, um, uh, uh, yet again, we've got some good questions from the listeners uh, here today. So, our first question comes from a Mrs. Hillard.
3: Hello, dears. It's Mrs. Hillert here. First of all, I want to say we are a big fan of the show. The ladies of us the knitting club listen to you guys every Monday afternoon during tea. When we have a question for you, dears, how would you capture a culture with the built tools, giving every student a voice? Okay.
0: Wow, she's got some okay, voice. Yeah. Oh, hey, that's, that's, uh, that, <laughs> that's that's a soul-through voice. Yeah, yeah.
2: Straight out of a movie.
3: Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
2: so so how, how would you capture a culture using only the built-in tools to give everyone a voice, guys?
3: What would you do? Well, I think <sighs> the easy one is the one that's been mentioned. It's voice memos. The voice memos. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. would be easy one. Um, Eclipse has been mentioned. And, and we touched a little bit on FaceTime. I, I do think that's a powerful one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and
2: uh, the, the record audio tool in iWorks apps, just a
3: yeah. you know, it's just another
2: way to access things, isn't it? Yeah. Just a just yeah. the simple things. Yeah, nice absolutely.
0: Easy. Yeah.
2: So she's, uh, she's also chucked us a serious, but not question, um, which is what is your favorite foreign cuisine? Talking about cultures here, guys. What, what's your favorite foreign cuisine?
0: Crunchy nut conflicts.
2: <laughs> nice. That's a, I like that. I like the I like that it falls into the cuisine yeah, yeah, It's
0: a, it's a meal in a bowl.
2: It's <laughs> that's uh that's nice. Kurt, you're you're a you're a well travelled man. Yeah. You must have uh, you must have had some beautiful uh foreign cuisine, although I suppose for you it would have been local cuisine. You just you travel
3: a lot, so well, this week it was Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, oh, nice, no, sh- no, no, no. um, But I love, good, I love, I I love a good. I love a good Philly cheesesteak, um, and I know the competition's out there. In the oh, I get so some nervous,
1: though. So, Come on. Though. But
3: um, yeah, I mean, <coughs> there's some really good... Leg. I love a good tagine or a good shepherd's pie. Um, it's tough, as I said earlier. Just like Belgians visit.
2: Okay,
1: Johan. I gotta go with uh, definitely
3: uh, tapas. Ooh, that's oh, nice. Too. Nice, yeah. That's yep. nice. That would be a good answer for a Belgian too. For like he who does not know what to choose. There's a little bit of everything.
0: Oh, nice. you're such a yeah. bastard. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Matt, what beat you? Edible. Nice. Yes. Nice. Oh, come on. <laughs> good lad. Uh, <laughs> edible. <laughs>
2: Edible food is the best. Just you know, when you could just eat anything. Good. Do you know? I was having a conversation. I was I was out with some friends, and they were talking about um, what would you not have in a burger.
1: But come on! And they
2: kept throwing things at me, and I was like, "Nope, yeah, I'd have that in a burger." Yeah. beans, yeah, beans, curry, yeah. But you chuck it in.
1: But you know my theory about why you had the empire in the eighteenth <laughs> century. It's because. You had such a bad food, so there were no germs that could actually kill you. So everyone's (laughs) in your khaki uniform, and it doesn't matter if you're in Africa or in Siberia, because there were no germs that could kill the English. So that's why they conquered the world. That's my theory. It's it's, it's oh. one theory. Yeah, it's no, theory it is it, the theory. It's the theory. Okay. Yes. Cool.
0: Okay. I think uh, I think historians may argue, that it was down to the fact they had ships. But you know, we'll. I've got to beat yeah. steam, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, what's your Martin?
0: Uh Italian. I'm a sucker for Italian Ooh. or make Italian or Mexican.
2: I thought
0: it was just anything deep oh, fried. Yeah, so it's Italian, no, or Mex- Italian, Italian or Mexican. Italian or Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, or, oh, 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 or, oh, or Chinese. How or, do you switch that? It's just, uh, you know, every now and then I'll have uh, spaghetti bolognese and a tortilla wrap.
3: Spaghetti. Nice. Yeah, spaghetti and a taco? Nice. Yeah, and a taco. yeah, Nice. Oh, Nice. Hey, I'm talking about that. I saw Cathy I saw Hunt, who's an um, um, ADE... Um, from Australia yeah, sent me a, yeah. me a video she's coming over to Philadelphia and she sent me a Philly taco um, video oh. which is I didn't know what it was but apparently it's a cheesesteak wrapped into a pizza Ooh. oh my wow. god <laughs> come on
1: she needs to do what I needed to do in Philly yeah so she needs to order the straight way in Philly accent straight up okay Be- yeah so basically, when I was in Philly, so you go to this is a recap old... of
3: last week's recap. There yeah, is. We... This is the, you know, yeah, this, it's yeah, this is, know. it's like, only because Anyways, we're <laughs> <already> <laughs> oh, going you to the don't how how to do it. This
1: Anyways, is... so just make her do
2: it and right. film it and put it on our podcast. <laughs> All right. Nice. Okay. Tell so uh, we've also had, we've also had Miriam Walsh chuck us a couple of questions out. So first she starts out with a nice serious question. What advice would you have for teachers looking to replace traditional means of assessment with more creative ones?
0: Don't be afraid to give it a go. Look at uh, what you want the pupils to achieve. Is it? Are you more concerned about what the grade is at the end or are you
3: looking at their experience and take it from there?
2: Yes. And?
3: Yeah, I, would, I think with mm-hmm. assessment, a lot of times we think that it has to be done at the end. So yeah. um, the good thing about giving a creative one is that you can assess as as you go and have different iterations of it. Um, specifically, yeah. if it's a maker project, um, um, and and the whole process, we keep talking about process versus product. Yeah, um, exactly. And the creative yeah. ones always focus on that process. And then the the most important lesson I've learned on that one is is from uh, from Johan, um, who said, as a dancer, you want your feedback immediately. So you won't keep repeating the same mistake. Is that correct, Mr. Anderson? Yeah, it is. And I think you should actually
1: put your effort before you uh, plan your lessons. So there are, you do something that you can actually assess instead of putting it after. So you're already ready and you're good to go when the lesson's over, and
3: that's it.
2: I think something I, I try to empower, back to that word again, because I know Johan likes it, empower my students You get the is,
3: dollar per if, mentioning that word. Oh, right? you, you we yeah, got to get not, so much money, man. If there's any sponsors <laughs> out there with
0: the word empower, hit us up on Twitter. Apple, Google,
2: whatever. Microsoft, come on.
0: So anyway,
2: <laughs> how I how I try to empower <gasps> my students is to just say, you've you've got to... You've got to convince the powers that be that, that you're going to try something different. Um, and I like to say to them, look, just say you're going to do it as a case study so you can prove that it works. Because if you if you do it against the grain, then you're not going to get much support. If you wait for the people above you to, to say it's OK, I mean, it might yeah. never happen. So I've always said, do you know what? Can we try something different? A little bit of action inquiry is never going to hurt anyone. We'll, we'll see if it has an impact on learning if it does we all do it if it doesn't well what have we lost We at least we know that it doesn't work uh, as opposed to just picking something oh, out of the air so, that's brilliant it, that that's was a good one. A that was a really Ricky oh.
1: way of doing it yeah, there we are a, nice a bit of Eerie I down there.
2: Oh,
0: You're welcome. Okay,
2: so on, on with our not. Sorry.
0: This is a part of the on podcast with not where not the hosts die. <laughs> it's
2: a... Come on, Martin. So, what would you do if you were told you only had electricity for four oh, hours? Jesus. Oh, well, I I know go. the
0: background to this. Miriam has recently just returned from South Africa, where South oh, Africa yeah. does load shedding. So I, I, she was noticing... I
1: know the answer for this one, yeah. but it's not really proper.
0: Is it not? It. Is it? Yeah, this no, is a family not. podcast.
3: Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does not really for
3: me, so I, like, he knows I what happens to See, <laughs> I would cook the food. I would, I
0: would just eat takeout all the time, because I couldn't you know, if I bought stuff, I'd be afraid that my fridge would differ, that my freezer would defrost, that I wouldn't be able to I would just eat takeout and be even bigger than I am just now. Oh. Stick everything <laughs> on
2: charge for hours.
0: Yeah, no one's disagreeing. Thanks, guys. And it just I'll mess up. Yeah, you would give you a sketch challenge and I want to see. I was nodding. <laughs>
3: <sighs> she's like,
0: she's no. like...
1: <laughs> I'd just be
0: at the local Mexican Italian having you know taco filled um, spaghetti, spaghetti bolognese, pizza yeah. But she does the
1: same thing about gas, so that's you know, yeah, okay, yeah, you I've that,
3: you got that as well. Stop this,
1: stop this, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't be gas for. Not thank, for you, thank you,
2: thank you, <laughs> thank you, Miriam. <laughs> okay, guys, that's that's it for for questions with Matt for another week. We look forward to having some more questions from our avid listeners. Do you have an audience
0: question this week, Matt? Or are you just going to see what we get in?
2: Do you know what? Shall I chuck? Yeah, out why don't question? you? Oh, what? Do it. What is your favorite tongue? Nice. Sir? Oh, and if you can. Record, don't put that to a skin name, man.
0: Well, let's see what that comes up with.
3: Let's see what we get.
2: you you may even get a sticker if you post one on our last. Recap oh, stickers!
0: Anchor. Martin, talk about the stickers. Well, I was going to keep it as a as a surprise, but oh, yeah, we. Sorry, um, sorry. no, that's don't talk
1: okay. About the, I that's about the stickers. Stickers sorry. are yes. just a thing Stop that
0: talking. you can get, but there may be from different places. You know, they, oh, look in okay. your if you've got an if you've got an <laughs> Apple device. Look in your box. There might be two there that's all I'm saying uh, yeah from Matt so, mentioned the word
3: empower on the sticker yeah. yeah. no yeah. yeah
0: damn I know
3: right next week questions with Matt what's your favourite nice
0: alright so yeah. we'll be back soon thanks guys cool. okay guys thanks for sticking it out to the end um, pretty good uh, chat this week, guys. I think we've covered um, we've covered the recap of the chats coming up, uh, of the chats that that, that just happened. Um, but Kurt, do you want to tell everybody what is um, what is happening next this week
3: or next week with the with the yes. chats? Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, happy that um, it's not two ladies this week. Um, It's Michael Mills, uh, who's going to be talking about cultivating a PLN across K-20. And that's going to be happening on Tuesday, March 19th at 6 p.m. PST Pacific time. If you want to listen on uh, the Americas one and what's happening on your side of the ocean. Uh,
0: EMEA is actually a topic that's quite close to my heart. It's how I got a start in the whole uh, Apple technology side of things. And it's deployment. (coughs) It's fresh deployment. And that's hosted by... Aaron Webb a underscore Webb underscore <coughs> seven. That's also Tuesday, March nineteenth at eight pm GMT. We're not into BST yet. We're still mm-hmm. GMT, so that's going to be uh, that's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm looking forward be, to both of those.
2: Yeah. I think it's going to be a really good one for people to listen to because you might not think it matters to you, but I think the way things are moving in schools, more and more people are being asked to have a bit of oversight on the bigger picture so yeah there's a lot
0: of work in parts <clears throat> to go with it so knowing your your dpps from your DEPs from your yeah. Uh, mdms yeah it's going Should to be a we good get one. a
3: dictionary with three letter words and we'll have an eye chart.
0: There'll be a there'll be an exam. There'll be a downloadable eye chart with next week's uh, recap uh, for That's people to, to download. So that is the end of uh, this week's episode, guys. How about um, we let everyone know how they can connect with us on the old Twitter, Matt? Do you want to tell everyone your pin code, please? <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, how you doing, Matt? Wow. <laughs> There's new so- iPads came out today, so we we all need, you know. So.
2: So I am um, at Matt6453, not my PIN number. Um,
0: not anymore. It, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Mr. Anderson, do you want to tell everyone your Twitter handle, please?
1: Yes, please. Um, at Anderson, and we have double S because that's how you do it. Uh, nice. Underscore
3: EDU. Excellent. And Mr. Kurt, you want to yes. let everyone know? That's M W E S T E R K U R T because that's how we do it. That
0: is. Uh, you can find me at M Coutts C O U T T S eighty one. You can find us all at Last Recap. And guys, thanks very much for joining us for this week's Last Night Recap. Nothing we'll see no. you next week. It's always been, fun.
1: It's been lovely.
0: It has. It has. It's <laughs> been. It's been a delight. The B-roll of this
3: week's episode is just tremendous. Oh! <gasps> I'm leaving on cloud nine. <laughs> 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 I'm a, I'm a bunch. Right. I need to go. In jokes are fun.
0: Take care, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you, guys, see you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye
3: bye.